0: What up, everybody? This is Devin from the No One Cares podcast. I hope you're ready to sip slow because you are now tuned in to Tea with Tammy. Yeah, baby. Let's go. This is Jeremy with Culinary Trapping, and you are now tuned in to the liveest podcast in the nation, Tea with Tammy.
1: Hello, everyone. It's Tammy from Tea with Tammy. And you guessed it. You're now tuned in to... Tea with Tammy. The podcast show where young creatives sip tea and talk urban culture. Stay tuned. to another episode of tea with tammy this is episode number 73 and i of course am tammy and this episode is our april check-in at the end of each month we'll check in to discuss some things that have gone down during the month and of course sip tea Um this check-in episode will only feature myself so for all you loyal throwback fans this will be just like old times. (laughs) All right but before we jump into the tea talk let's discuss the tea of the week. This tea although not made by me is still super delicious. It is peach sweet tea from Bucky's. Now if you're unfamiliar with what Bucky's is, it's the ultimate travel stop shop. You can stop for gas, food, clothes, and let's not forget tea. So again, it's the peach sweet tea from Bucky's. And of course, tell them Tammy sent you. But okay, now that we've poured some tea, let's jump into our check-in topics. First things first. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. The day before the start of this month, we lost a real one. I was lost for words. I was taken aback. And I know Nipsey has been a continuous topic since then. And in no way do I think I am beating a dead horse by discussing his name because he is someone who whose legacy should continue on. So I want to again say rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle and hopefully this has um, opened a lot of eyes, sparked a lot of change, and has motivated people to just be a better version of themselves. Unfortunately, along with Nipsey's death, um, a lot of fuckery has surrounded it, but for the most part it's been very respectful, it's been very I want to say beautiful laying him to rest, Um, a very well put together service I witnessed. Um, You know, like everyone else streamed, streamed the service of the memorial. And man, is that family just, just so strong, but I don't want to get too much into it because I'll start getting emotional, but again, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. And it was a, it was just a sad way to start this April month. But getting into some things that happened during the month of April, I want to kind of give some insight to my personal life and some things that I've been up to during the month. Um... If you follow Tiwatami on Twitter, Instagram, you may have saw that I went to the live show of the Joe Budden podcast. And man, was that a fun adventure. Um it was great to witness a podcast in in the flesh, you know that wasn't mine. It was nice to see it in action on a bigger scale, you know, getting a different type of bag. And so it was very motivating. I would say that the the host of the Joe Budden podcast were very entertaining. Very hilarious, and I've actually been a fan of Joe Budden for quite some time, quite some time now. And so, I was standing out, but not in in the way you would think. Um, I'm not a fan of his music. I've just been a fan of his personality and his commentary. Oddly enough, so you know, back in the day when he would do you know jump off TV. Um, Joe Budden TV, um, Hot ninety seven, and of course Everyday Struggle. He would be on Blog TV. He he's added a lot of commentary to a lot of things that happened, uh, that has happened in the media. And so I followed him. I'm still following him, and I I think it was money well spent seeing Joe Budden live. I encourage you to see your favorite podcast live if you have the opportunity to, and if that podcast is doing a live show, it's just a a wonderful experience to be able to see the people that you're listening to and, you know, join in on the talk. And hopefully the Tea with Tammy podcast show will be able to provide that for the listeners coming soon. So stay tuned for that. Another thing that um, I've enjoyed in the month of April is watching Homecoming on Netflix from Beyonce. Now, I'm not gonna go into deep detail of the documentary slash show, but I will say it's a job well done, Beyonce. And it's, it's nothing new. I'm telling her nothing that she doesn't know already, but I just have to add to that, you know, the, the, the positive peanut gallery, because I'll say that I wasn't the biggest Beyonce fan. Um, Throughout her entire career, I jumped on board and started calling her Queen, Queen Beyonce when she released her self-titled album. And so I think that was in 2014. And so I'm, I'm still new to the Beehive, but I give props where, where it's due. I give credit where it's due. In Beyonce, she outdid herself. Um. Production, choreography, vocals, costumes, lighting, everything was on point, and it was to the to the T to the perfection. And I'm still baffled on how she was able to execute all of that. And believe it or not, I got goosebumps watching it several times. And so if you have not been able to check out Homecoming from Beyonce on Netflix, I highly suggest that you do. Um, Even if you're not a big fan, I'm sure you'll pick up on some tips of, of something in some area. Like, <laughs> Like, let's not play dumb and act like you can't take any gems from homecoming so do yourself a service and tune into it and uh, another thing i would like to mention that i also tuned into this month is guava island from childish gambino ah uh, now it didn't have the same effect that homecoming did for me now i will say my f- favorite piece of it um of guava island was um the opening credits because it was a unique melanin filled um tropical animation that depicted childish gambino and rihanna so it was a beautiful animation to kick off the movie on guava island i don't want to spoil anything or ruin the experience for people who have not been able to watch it's free on amazon prime if you have not um stumbled upon it yet or had a chance to watch it but um it's it's a beautiful visual i'll i'll give it that But as for storyline, as for captivating me on the edge of my seat, not so much. I found myself getting easily distracted, couldn't really keep up, and I just wasn't intrigued. And that's no knock, no diss, no shade. That's just how my viewing experience went. I know there's a lot of diehard Gambino fans out there who are gonna love whatever is thrown at them. And for the most part, that's usually me, but come Guava Island... It just wasn't my cup of tea, but I'm not gonna discourage anyone from from witnessing it because again, it's a beautiful visual. So again, Guava Island is free on Amazon Prime. Ooh, and um, before we move forward, um, I just got a shout out to my home girl who've been holding it down since the beginning of time, holding down Winterfell for the rest of us, my girl Aria Stark you know, the baddest out there, the baddest bitch, you know, killing the Night King. <laughs> now I did not see that coming and I am sorry to um spoil Game of Thrones for whoever is listening and has not been able to watch the episode and find out that the Night King is now dead, but Arya Stark girl, you have outdone yourself. Now let me tell you, my heart nearly dropped or exploded I don't know what term I should be using but when Arya came flying through the air and the Night King caught her and there was that awkward pause and then she dropped the dagger whoo man I thought it was all over I thought my girl Arya was about to go out I didn't I was not prepared but my homegirl pulled through she held it down for Winterfeld and for all I know she needs the throne um no questions asked okay okay Daenerys okay Mr. Snow okay Cersei all right Arya starts that bitch but um I think this is a perfect moment to take a nice little break listen to some tunes and then we'll come back and discuss more April topics you're now listening to Holding On by Frito Gang
0: I've been in trouble and wondering how to say this a couple days. And my tongue get twisted, I tweak and leaving nothing to say. Because when I get left, it was sudden, left me stuck in the rain. Losing my mind, two of a kind was one in the same. way your heart when I wasn't ready, except we talk every day. Never wanted me to be the reason and cause of your pain. Say, I think I made myself believe you ain't want me to stay. Proud of the commitment got me thinking and running away. And got your friends hitting me. Passive aggressively, right person, wrong time for disaster. The recipe should be patented. I bet we could've lasted. We'll never see well. I'm shackled to my past with the could've, should've, would've, so should've, giving you everything. I'll give you everything. I think that I could change. Cause I don't know what to say. Cause I don't know what went wrong And I don't know what to say now that you're gone Complicated shit right from the start First you tell me you need me then keep me in the dark Just a man trying to understand how to play my part Never wanted you to sacrifice a piece of your art from my heart But I keep you
1: say, rest in peace, John Singleton, a a pioneer, a legend, a footprint in movie history. This director is responsible for many people's careers in the movie industry, like Morris Chestnut, Taraji P Henson. Um, that the list can go on. Um, he is responsible for classics like Boys in the Hood, Poetic Justice, Higher Learning, Baby Boy, my favorite, Rosewood, one of the few movies to have me bawling while watching. And his his creativity, his innovation will be missed. He has been a great figure to look up to, and he he has left us way too soon but again rest in peace john singleton my condolences to his friends and family um and everyone who's worked with him because i know this this death is hitting hard um john singleton impacted a lot of us even if it was just a movie or a quote or a character that we we enjoyed he he is a beacon and again a footprint in, in black history, rest in peace. Okay. Um, can I, can I address something just, just briefly, just really quickly. That's really been grinding my gears. Um, you can tell by how I said that it's true. (laughs) Okay. Now, one thing that's really been getting under my skin is the, assumption that me myself have been put on by the things that i enjoy by a man so for example if you get in my car 10 out of 10 times i am jamming right i've got my playlist going i've got my stations i've i've got everything everything that you need for your listening enjoyment okay <laughs> i'm that driver and usually um when a, a male gets in my car, passenger seat, back seat, they're like, Who showed you this song? Who who put you onto this? How do you know about this? And in slight, I'm flattered that they are um surprised that I have such great taste, but it is also in the same breath insulting that others would just assume that not only that someone else had to put me on to such great music that it had to have been also a man and that's what i get a lot too like what like what niggas you be hanging out with like who are you dating to and it's never that case it's rare that someone is just putting me on to my whole catalog of what i'm jamming in my car now there are instances where there are people in my life that do put me on to music but i'm that person for so many others that that is a rare instance for me so that is just something that's really been grinding my gears getting under my skin and i'm sure that goes for a lot of other you know people out there women especially who who get those constant assumptions thrown at them that another person most likely a man had to put them on to whatever cool shit that they're into. Okay. Now, if you're passing that judgment, if you're dishing out those assumptions, I'm going to need you to, um, just pause and think, um, and, and, and really, <laughs> and really go through the, the thought process that do only males deliver music? Do, do only males deliver cool shit to others? No. No, can't be. So, um, bask in that stupidity and that ignorance and just realize that women can do for self and actually be really cool and listen to good music. Okay? I'll get off my soapbox. I just really had to share that message for the masses. Okay? (laughs) Okay. But, um, let's get to the topic that I know a lot of other people have been avoiding. Um, now me personally... I, I too have been avoiding the topic just because this topic slash individual isn't someone I like to tune in for, you know, it's, it's a person that I don't care for personally and, you know, nail in coffin, it's pretty much a done deal for the feelings that I have for that person are very solidified. And that person is Kodak Black. Mr. Kodak Black has been very problematic since day one, since we've been introduced to him. He arrived on the scene with a sexual abuse charge or sexual assault charge. I don't know the details. I know it's sexual. So let's leave it at that. After that, um, he, he made some rude comments about dark-skinned women and light-skinned women. He said that dark-skinned women are difficult and light-skinned women are easier to break down. You know, some people gave him a pass. Some people came to his aid and rescued and gave him a second chance, um, I'm talking to you, Master P. But you know, um, we move on to the third incident where he disrespectfully harassed Young MA and her sexuality, saying how she needs to take his dick. And I think that was very rude. That was blatant sexual harassment. And I think a lot of more a lot more people needed to bring attention to that situation and cancel him once and for all, saying that was the third strike, even though that first strike should have been the only strike that needed to take place. But here we are today. Fast forward to now, and remember at the beginning of this episode, I mentioned how there was a lot of fuckery happening around Nipsey Hussle's death. Ah, the fuckery being Kodak Black. You see how things come full circle on T with Tammy? Um... Yes, Kodak Black, a.k.a. Mr. Fuckery. He's already hitting on, you know, Lauren London, um, the widow of Nipsey Hussle. And this is now some time ago. And I don't want to add fuel to this fire of a lot of hate that's been thrown at Kodak at this moment. Because Kodak's from the street. A lot of other individuals who don't like Kodak are also from the street. And I don't want to be responsible for enticing or instigating anything. But I will say and I will comment that Kodak Black is done. It's a wrap. Um, it's been a wrap. Kodak is, is not an artist that I have to tune in for. He's not an artist that I feel like I need to support. He's not a sex symbol in my eyes. He's not someone I, I want to, um, look for for guidance, mentorship, lyricism, anything that I need personally. Um, To better my growth, Kodak probably doesn't have. He's not housing those things. And so I easily can cancel him. And I just had to get on my platform to explain why. And I'm not gonna encourage anyone to cancel anyone or anything. That is a personal decision, personal moral decision that you, you have to take on and follow through with. But me personally, I had to use my platform to, to say fuck Kodak Black and um, Hopefully it's not fuck Kodak Black forever. You know, I'm I'm all here for redemption, restoration, um, forgiveness. If you show me, you are changing. But Kodak Black, of course, is still in the moments of arrogance, denial, disrespect. So Mr. Kodak Black, hopefully you get it together because your last name is something that I wear proud on my skin. And um, right now you're giving it an embarrassment, okay? Lisa Simpson, but, um, let's move on to, um, a few more topics and then we'll wrap it up. I would like to take a moment to shout out the movie Avengers Endgame for entering the group of elite movies to exist. Um, Only a handful of movies have done exceptionally well. Um, I know the Avengers Endgame is breaking all types of records. I'd list them all, but let's give it a moment to breathe and actually hit the highest numbers it can and and gross and income and all that stuff. But um, I do know that the handful of movies that, you know, the elite club consists of is dark knight um, titanic and avatar so avengers in game is really going in that hall of fame of movies and that's crazy that i've been able to witness all of these movies take place in in my time frame in my generation so shout out to marvel for for setting that bar even higher and uh dc comics better step your game up okay okay Okay, so the last thing I want to touch on or talk about in brief to discuss is just to beware of what you're consuming um the last episode uh I touched on with d j two Brazy um industry plants. I know that there's a lot of um things that spark on the internet that have emotion attached to it. And I want you to be careful of what you get behind and support. And in addition to just being careful, just having, you know, your, your third eye open. Um, for example, little Nas X hasn't been confirmed yet, but I, I would not be surprised if his whole existence has, was cooked up in a pot somewhere. I mentioned Juice World and possibly being a plant and just keeping an eye out on Things that just pop overnight or instantly. I had never heard of Little Nas X before this old town road shit happened and Billboard saying that. You know, he he wasn't going to be on the country charts because he wasn't country enough. Um, I don't, I don't want to think that was all orchestrated and manifested through an industry or through a label, but, um, just don't, just don't put it past you. Don't, don't let things go over your head. Um, don't get easily fooled out here. Don't, don't be rah-rah and behind someone and gung-ho for something that is fake, Um, you'll be left looking stupid while that person's still collecting a check, (laughs) okay? And and you know, you may not even be looking stupid, but again, just be aware of what can be going on behind the scenes. Um, Not everything is genuine. Not everything is authentic. Not everything is true. Now, me personally, I think, Dave East commenting on Little Nas X now that that's genuine I think Dave East opened his mouth said some stupid stuff that was irrelevant like Old Town Road is stupid or a dumb song and shouldn't be streamed and that back and forth that I believe but just the manifestation of Little Nas X period I give a side eye too. There's many other artists that I don't necessarily want to mention now. I can leave that for other episodes to talk about, but be careful of what you're supporting. But other than that, um, that's all I have to discuss for this April check-in. Uh, many other things did happen during the month, but I just don't have the time to touch on it. I mean, we understand and we get that Coachella happened. We understand and we get that G. Erbo is going through it, but... Let's leave that for another day. <laughs> but in the meantime, follow T with Tammy on all social networking sites, all streaming platforms. And of course, stay tuned for more episodes following through. We're going to hit some more episodes in the month of May. And then at the end of the, that month, we'll do a May check in and so on and so forth. Um, hit me up. In the comment sections on TeaWithTammy.com below this episode for suggestions on what to talk about next episode. And in the meantime, sip some tea. Listen up, zippers. It's Tammy from Tea With Tammy. I'm here to put you on game to the podcast show, Let's Be Honest. Hosted by the lovely Brittany, aka Girl Behind the Mic, she'll take you on a risque ride to explore all things intimate and sexual follow the show on twitter at let's be honest pod and listen to full episodes on itunes and spotify and let's be honest we know you can't resist